1: The Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad is brought to you by Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage. Buying a home? Take the first step by getting pre-approved by the Jake Ott team at your local Bank of England Mortgage. Buy with confidence, knowing the exact cost and what to expect by getting the paperwork behind you on the front end, making for a relaxed, stress-free home buying experience. Whether it's your game day condo, starter home, dream home, investment property, beach house, or mountain home, Jake Ott and Bank of England Mortgage have the financial solution for you. And through the end of 2023, they're offering no-cost refinance for all who purchase in the current high-rate economy. Interest rates will come down soon, but JCOT and Bank of England Mortgage will be there to save you big money on your refinance when the time is right. Let Oxford's best take the stress out of your home buying experience. Check out Jake Ott and the Bank of England Mortgage Team at www.boeoxford.com. That's boeoxford.com. Or you can contact Jake directly at 662-832-4663. That's Jake Ott of Bank of England Mortgage, the title sponsor of the Ole Miss Morning After Show with Ben and Brad. Welcome into the Ole Miss Morning After Show on this September 24th, 2023, after another Ole Miss football game, the first loss for Ole Miss football in 2023-24. Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL vet, me, Ben Garrett at the Ole Miss Spirit, Ole Spirit.com, three. Fortunately, Brad is on the road because he had more important things to do, be with his daughter, (laughs) who's awesome at softball, and be at softball tournaments and softball games, so we couldn't do the video element stuff. Not only did they lose, Brad, but the offensive wonderkind—that that is Lane Kiffin, he is the reason why they lost.
2: I'll start with my positive for the day. So we're going to... We're about to play a softball game. I look up in the stands and I see a familiar face. I'm like, what the hell? We're in Ruston, Louisiana, by the way. I look up in the stands and I see former old mess Rebel, Robin Robert Lane. So that was the only positive of my day. I got to see Robert Lane. We played his daughter in a game, just a random, you know, awesome. new, new, we, we haven't seen each other in forever. It was cool as crap to see Robert Lane's kid. His, uh, as you can imagine, what a Robert Lane's daughter would look like athletically, baller. On the flip side, I was sitting there watching this game on my phone. Old Miss Alabama, dude, the game was there for the taking. That is not. Let's be clear. That is not a good Alabama football team. That's one. That that is a eight and four, nine and three Alabama football team. It was right there for the taking the whole first half, right? And we just never did, man. The defense was playing great. Defense was playing great, but we could not do shit on offense. And again, people get mad. They've been getting mad the whole time at me about Lane Kiffin. Love him, great dude, but damn, win a game, man, win one. I just, you know, the, the offense is, it, I don't know. I mean, it, we have average two yards of carry and three for four for whatever on third down. You're not going to win a lot of games like that. You just ain't. And, and it, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is going forward. I mean, in my mind, you know, I had the same old crap. I was, you know, extremely excited about almost football, just like everybody else. Hey, I think we have a chance. And you look up, it's a two, two score routing. And, you know, we're seven days away from being completely out of the West once LSU comes into town. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's 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 a disappointing feeling. That's that's one thing's for sure.
1: Lane Kiffin is awesome. He's fun. I love the trash talk. I love it. I love the trolling and the shit posting. But eventually, you have to back all of that up.
2: He's almost like Logan Paul. This is what he reminds me of. It's just it's all great. He can promote it all. Um And what's sad, sad about I mean, people are going to get mad at us for saying this. Still, they're going to go off on us about. You know, giving Lane Kiffin a tough time. But listen, man, he's paid top dollar money. It's time to deliver at some point. At, at some point, it, it's not about the, the marketability. It's about winning a damn football game. This is not a good Alabama football team. If we had any bit of offense, which is what we are supposed to be under Lane Kiffin, we, we, could, we could easily have controlled that game and won that game. But we never did it. And we, and we never do. We have not done his whole tenure. We have not ever taken a game that, we were, that, that, that was a pivotal moment in Ole Miss sports and, hey, this is a game we need to win you know to, to, to have a chance to compete for the West. The worst Alabama team we've seen in 10 years is not even close. Can't do it.
1: All of that stuff falls on Lane Kiffin because he's the offensive guru. The defense gave them plenty of chances to win that game. They played a great game. Pete Golding answered the bell in his return, everyone's talked about how, Hey, what, what can Pete Golding do? It wasn't all that impressive at Alabama with Alabama players and talent, which is different than everybody else is better than everybody else's. Uh, so he's going to get exposed at Ole Miss. Well, he did what he was supposed to do. It was the offense. We all love the shit talk, but like I wrote on the Ole Miss spirit, and affiliate of on three, the website that I write for Ole Miss football under Lane Kiffin is a sporting goods scene from Step Brothers. And everybody should know what I mean. But if you haven't seen the sporting goods seen from Step Brothers, here it is.
3: I'm just looking to hire guys that I don't mind hanging out with for like 12
1: hours a day. You guys seem like cool guys. you got hair similar to mine. You wear tuxedos to the interview. That's funny. It's ironic. I get that. You're kind of underplaying the whole formality of it. I think that's funny as hell. So let's do this. You know, you guys are hired. You're in, you know, unless you're like the weirdest guys ever and I don't see it. Great. Was that a fart? I
0: don't know.
1: I can taste it.
3: On my tongue. Okay, I, I'll be honest with you. I did fart. Is that onion? Onion and onion and ketchup. It stinks. This is a
0: small room. Shit. Okay, now the tuxedos seem kind of fucked up.
1: Ole Miss is what it would look like if the sporting goods scene from Step Brothers was a football team, but it's just not very funny. And after losing to Alabama again, This whole Kiffin being Kiffin, the trolling, the shitposting, it just seems kind of messed up. It's all buildup and no payoff. Because this is the same coach, Brad, that publicly dragged his fan base for not showing up to games in an adequate amount. He's dragged his fan base despite record-setting student crowds this year. They were scared enough, whether you believe the Auburn smoke or not, They were scared enough for Ole Miss fans that the Grove Collective raised millions to go get all the transfers that this quote, portal king is supposed to go get. And yet Keon Coleman's catching touchdowns at Florida State, and your backup quarterback from Oklahoma State is making 200,000. That's irresponsible money management from up top. And who's getting paid to be
2: up top? I'm at the point, dude, where I'm just, I'm year four, right? Year four, these are his players. I have never bought into the the whole, like, okay, great, he's given Ole Miss his great name, he's he's given eyes on Ole Miss, great. I'm I'm cool, I, fine. I don't pay two shits to that. I pay attention to that. What are we doing on the field? And we have not beat a soul since he's been here. And I've been saying that. People have been riding my ass for, for two years, three years about this, Just saying that I'm not a Kiffin fan. I am a Kiffin fan. I am I, an Ole Miss football fan. I love Ole Miss. I don't give a shit who the coach is. I just want to see results. It's a a grift.
1: It feels like a grift. And that's why – and it's not personal. It's not. I think Lane Kiffin personally is a really hilarious dude. I really do. This is not personal. But he dragged Ole Miss fans. He dragged Jared Redding from 247 Sports. When Jared, after that first loss to Alabama, he's now lost to them four times. Ole Miss has lost eight straight in the series.
2: I'm telling you that Alabama team would go into Athens and lose by 24. I'm just, just, just going to say it right. I'm telling you that right now that is that is a extremely average Alabama football team. Extremely average. In the first half we just never took it, dude. Like when you go in when you go to a road game, got to run the football, didn't do that. Got to be great on third down, didn't do that. Okay, in the turnover margin, even turnover margin, they had it right there. They, they it was right there for the taking. Right there for the take. I mean it, it was all we had to do was score a few touchdowns, right? We 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 had this great offensive guru. Let's put the ball in the end zone a couple of times. Because Pete Golden was cooking in the first half. Playing outstanding, dude. I mean, the, the defense was on point. I mean, we, we were controlling um the quarterback. We're keeping the run. I mean, obviously they're getting something on us, but we're we're keeping the game under control. If we had any offense in the first half, man, that, that's a different story.
1: And Lane um, Kiffin is the offense guy. <laughs> He's the revolutionary offense guy. He's the one remember that Saban hired with his old-school tendencies uh, to revolutionize Alabama, to bring it into the modern age. And that offense did nothing today against an Alabama defense that doesn't have Will Anderson. Dallas Turner is a really good player, but Kool-Aid McKinstry is going to be a first-rounder. But name me another one out there that you were like, yeah, that's... I remember after that first game, which was probably his best game against Alabama, back and forth, they should have won. After that game, Jared Redding from inside the Rebels... It was a moral victory and Kiffin got pissed and kind of publicly drugged the kid.
3: I just told the players, don't be happy. You know, fans are standing ovation. We're walking off. And I was very confused about that. You know, we lost. Um, so not that I don't appreciate the fans doing that, but make sure the players understand we came here to win. We didn't come here to play close and cover spreads or any of that crap. So, um, I told them they have tomorrow off and they had to come back to work. We got to get better, you know? Um, You just don't get chances like this. And I think kids don't understand that, you know, you don't get many chances to beat the number one team in the country, the best program, you know, in the entire country. And it's right there to take.
1: But you still continue to lose the games, but demand everything. If the roles were reversed, Brad, and Jackson Dart was the quarterback for Alabama going into this game, the rosters were the exact same, but you flipped the teams and the helmets and stuff. Alabama would have been a 21 point favorite against Ole Miss today. And yet, even when Ole Miss was up seven to six, it felt like they were losing because you're like, the theme of the day was missed opportunity.
3: A lot of credit to Alabama. Um, obviously, they battled through a lot this week, and a lot of people questioned them. And I um, thought they came out, played really physical, did a great job on defense, especially in the secondary. We really struggled on third down, which is a big part of the game. And um thought we did some good things on defense at times, but the whole thing was to not let this quarterback throw it over our head and make him work it downfield, and it ended up going over our head twice for two big plays. So um, really disappointed. Uh, the result came near to win and uh, didn't do that today. And wish we would hit that last pass there to get to one score with three timeouts and see what would have happened there. disappointing, especially when you don't get these guys again, at least for a year. Um, So.
1: Go to the Ole Miss spirit. I have the receipts. I picked Ole Miss to lose at Alabama today, citing exactly this, that Lane Kiffin, who is awesome, is more talk than anything else. I'm going to pick them to lose to LSU next week. LSU right now, I can hear it. Wait, LSU struggled with Arkansas, who lost to BYU. I agree. Ole Miss should beat that team, but historically LSU owns Ole Miss, and Lane Kiffin's never won a big game. What is his best win? Number eleven, Indiana in the Outback Bowl.
2: I don't think we've ever beat a team that's finished finished the season ranked. What's going on with our running back? I would challenge anybody to go. It was like I think it was the first third down play, which was an awful play. Did some kind of sweep to the outside or some kind of you know handoff, long stretch to the outside. Dude, he looks so slow, so slow, just not the same. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's O-line, what it is, but it's just not the same. Would love, would love to see, see some more mixed-in carries from Bentley. I, I just would. I think that um, – I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. It just doesn't look anything like it did last year. That's our biggest issue. I think with this offense, if you look, um, where, where we've been great over the last some odd years is, um, you know, being able to run the football hundreds of yards. I mean, we haven't even come close to 100 yards this year as, as far as from the running backs. So I think that's the um, hands down biggest issue is we, we cannot establish a run game um at all and it's it's making it it's making it pretty tough for the for the offense overall. I don't think that Quinshon has broken a 20 yarder yet. Has he? Uh maybe uh, I was thinking he hit a 9 yarder or 14 yarder one time.
1: And yet it does look different when Bentley comes in. There is more of a burst to it. I don't know if that's different running styles i don't know if it's because quinshawn's disengaged i don't know if it's because the offensive line's better blocking Qu- the interior
2: i don't know quinshawn has shown us how invaluable it is to pay a ton of money for a running back period the, the, this is the nfl f- figured this out a long time ago right
1: yeah and, and it's no knock on quinshawn he's a good kid he's a good happy warrior i guess i've never really talked to the kid because that's the culture now as well but uh, the production's not there and that's what this is judged on now that's what we're getting to It is not personal. We are now because of this culture with money dominating everything. Your hard earned money that you gave to the Grove Collective to go get to pay Lane Kiffin to pick the right players with that money. Uh, and your backup quarterback is getting $200,000 while your offense, that's your calling card, what you're known for, is sputtering against a shitty Alabama team. And Keon Coleman's out there balling out for Florida State over what, 35, 40K?
2: Everything that I just kind of saw in the soft scene reminded me. I've seen it so many times with guys that have been really successful off the jump and just like never really delivered ever again. Um, and I'm not saying he's going to be that way. I, I don't know what's going on with Quinchon, but um, it's not even on the same plane as it was last year when he touches the ball. It ain't even, I mean, it, it, it's, it looks, it does not look anywhere close to the same.
1: Ole Miss football is happening. The Chris Beard era, right around the corner. A retooled Ole Miss baseball, not long removed from its 2022 National Championship, the first ever for the program, is ready for a rebound in 2024. Have you gotten your tickets? There are plenty available for all sports. Single game tickets for football available now, as are season tickets for basketball. And baseball season tickets go on sale starting in October. And you can also get tickets right now for the throwback game in the Tad Pad. They're still available, including VIP packages. But they're going fast, and you don't want to miss out. Don't miss any of your Rebels in action this season. Visit www.olmesticks.com. That's www.olmesticks.com, Or you can give them a call at 662-915-7159. That's 662-915-7159 for the Ole Miss Athletic Foundation, a proud sponsor of the flagship and the Talk of Champions podcast network. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Dakovic, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with UFI Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all in one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
3: Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to
2: keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank. Local. Invested. Modern Banking. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance
0: premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Nine five three eight four four nine and get your free quote today.
3: Yeah, these guys are notoriously hard to run the ball on. Um, you know, so and some of those things in the first half to run carries were very low on handoffs, um, which was not totally by design. You're running RPOs and um you know, they played a lot of extra guy in the front, which requires him to throw the ball. So um, those numbers kind out of got out of whack there, uh, not on purpose. But you ain't going to just turn and hand the ball off against these guys over time and, um, you know, beat them, in my opinion. you got to be able to hit some shots and move the ball around and, and um, make the plays when they're there because they're not going to give you a ton of them.
0: And they really kind of got their running game going in the second half. Was it a scheme change on their end, or do you think the team played back in this one?
3: I just think you can only, you know, this guy's got great players and you can only keep them down so long. That's why you can't, you know, you got to steal scores when you have a chance. you got to get the three at the end of the first half, and then we come out in the third quarter and we take our shot over their head and they pick it. They took their their shot almost the same play for a huge play. And um, you get yourself all of a sudden in, in trouble. So uh, that's why they're, they're hard to beat, especially here. Coach, Emily Grayson, this I don't know. They did a good job. So um, I commend them. Maybe Coach took over. Uh, they did a really good job on third down. I mean, what an exotic play man to man and did a good job against us. And um thought, thought Malachi played really well. And, um, you know, Kool Aid and number three tried to go after him like last year and the guy did a really good job. Questions?
0: Coach, what's the difference
3: I think you gotta, you know, you gotta make plays on offense, when you come in here and you can't just keep putting it on your defense. You know, eventually, a lot of times you end up breaking. Um, especially, that's a really big offensive line and powerful running back. And when the quarterback, he's as good as runner as there is, um, you know, in, cor- in the country at that position. So uh, that's really challenging when we put ourselves in that spot. And we kind of had him one-dimensional in the first half. I think they were one yard per carry at halftime. And then um, we started to break down or wear down. about Perkins on defense, up big I for I thought Perkins uh made a lot of plays today. Um, was hoping he would kinda kinda like the LSU guy when we played LSU last year, he hadn't started yet the freshman and all of a sudden they played him against us and the guy looked like the best player in the conference, so we were hoping he could give us that spark because he's one of the few players we have that can catch this guy. Um, so I thought you could see the impact right away uh, that that he made and Tennyson made in trying to spy this quarterback. Wayne, you mentioned third down being a problem, what are you seeing that's that's causing that? Is there a common threat that you can point to? Oh, we got to coach better, um, come up with better things. These guys always, for years and years, being good on third down. Like you know, you don't come up with things and and winning man-to-man, and they got good rushers, especially at home, so kind of fed into that, and a lot of the third downs were were longer situations, which certainly doesn't help in this place. With another
0: big game next week. Uh, how do you just get the boys the guys to just set after this
3: one? I'm not there yet. I mean, this was really discouraging to come in here. I really thought this was our shot to, to beat these guys. Um, just thought there were some things there we could do, and didn't get them done today, so we'll worry about next week, I guess later today. Lane, Alabama seemed vulnerable this year. Um, yeah. You've been with Satan, or what does he do, I guess, to, uh, you know, motivate his team in these types of situations? I, I didn't like playing them after they played more. He, he's the best in the world at that. Um, you know, you would think that he would act one way when they don't play. I'm sure he would say he said they didn't play well last week down in South Florida and he does a great job of getting them back and and using what everybody says you know all you guys saying the dynasty is over and they ain't any good anymore and he uses that all week and the guys come out um playing really well especially usually on defense and they did that today. Coach it was only one play but do you think that field goal miss in the first half had any kind of energy shift for you in Alabama? I mean I think it did a little bit but what you go to a four point game um there'd be some momentum I don't think that was really big I felt our locker room was good at halftime. Um, felt like we would be in this type of game, you know, one point game. And um I really think the shift really there was two plays there. You know, we moved the ball past midfield, we said we were gonna play aggressive, we said we weren't gonna I've been in this place and lost twelve to ten with field with four field goals. And said, Oh, well, I'm gonna do that again. So we took a shot and you know, I guess their guy made a really good play. And um and then they basically, on the next series, took a shot exactly the same over our safety's head. So I think that's really where, where it turned. And I still think we're in a game. I mean, Jackson played his heart out, but he'd be the first to tell you Jordan's wide open for the touchdown there with all three timeouts. And I think it would have got really interesting. Coach, was there anything there that
0: specifically did specifically a that surprise to you were being caught in off
3: guard? Uh, not really. I mean, I say this every year. They're bigger than I remember them every time. But um, these guys, man you can't can't play the game in third long against them at home here. So uh, we put ourselves in that position too much.
2: You, you touched on it there a little bit. How big is the athleticism delta between
3: between them? I don't know. Um, we, we got to coach better come up with plays. And, I mean, we tried some things today. I mean, if you're watching. There's some things in there that kind of unusual plays and kind of. Threw it all out there, so um, this was our shot. Just take these guys down and we didn't do it.
0: We've talked about some of those slower first half starts and then kind of turning it on in the second half. Did you, what kind of confidence
3: did you have going into halftime, seven, six, kind of in that position? Had a lot. Um, We'd been a really good second half team, 100 to 23, I think, this year. Um, Obviously, different quality opponent today, but, so I, I felt good about that. Then it, the play counts got off balance. It got off balance because we weren't getting we weren't winning on third down. Um, so that kind of got us off balance there. Quit complaining and
2: play freaking football. Quit 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 talking shit and coach football. Quit but start start delivering, right? Like all this prima donna, whatever. Um, yeah, you know, we gotta start delivering on the field, right? So yeah, you know, I'm at the point now. I don't care what anybody thinks in the program. I don't care what anybody says. Like, it's time. It's time to play. It's time to win yeah. a game. Almost has the talent. Like, like this is not a talent deficient team. We we had enough to go down and beat Alabama today. Anybody says anybody says anything differently is 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 an idiot. There's no way that you think that we didn't have enough to beat Alabama today. We had enough to beat Alabama. We were not prepared properly to beat Alabama today. Period. That, that, that falls, on, that falls on, on the whole team. That falls on coaches, players. Like w- We had enough talent to beat Alabama today and just, just didn't do it. Just, just, just Typical, it's been like this for the whole time it's been here. We've not stepped up and won a ball game. My big question is, where do we go from here? Where does Ole Miss football go from here?
1: They go beat LSU next week. That would be awesome. That's what we would love for them to do. We think they should do that. They are a better football team, in my opinion, as currently constructed personnel-wise than LSU. And that's me thinking very highly of Jaden Daniels. I think Jackson Dart is a better next-level prospect than Jaden Daniels. Now, you might think that evaluation is nuts, but I think it's not. We can disagree on that. But what we can't disagree on, in my opinion, is, like, I think Ole Miss on paper is a better team than LSU, but I will still expect Ole Miss to lose to LSU next week because Ole Miss historically, in my 40 years of existence, doesn't beat LSU all that often. Lane Kiffin has, good bully for him. That's one of the potential, I think, best wins maybe. But that LSU team wasn't any good. If he wins next week, LSU, that'll be his best win. And you know what? All of those guys are like, oh, yeah, well, you remember when they said that? Now what do you got to say, Ben? I'll say, awesome. Hell, yeah, keep, like, do that. That's what you should be doing. You're getting paid Ryan Day money, and you're giving Ole Miss David Cutcliffe results.
2: Here's my biggest concern. We mess around and lose to LSU next week at home five games into the season we're out of the sec contention because you know you got to go to georgia Hmm. last year last year whenever we fell out of contention we let go of the rope completely i mean it was awful we ended up to arkansas got crushed 42 to whatever and we scored some at the end but it was really an ass beating all game i i am i'm more concerned of hey who all is going to let go of the damn rope five games into the season you know what I I don't know. It could get ugly quick if we lose next week. That's my biggest concern. Especially when the
1: money's involved and you got to protect the investment that is your body. That's your most precious commodity if you're a player. Caden Priestcorn came back today from an injury. I mean, he made his debut. He was the superstar of spring, the huge offensive addition, along with the wide receivers, but his inline blocking, what he's supposed to do for the run game. And they got him involved early, and I'm going to be honest with you, when he made his first catch, it went, holy crap, he's Dalton Schultz right now. And yet the offense looked even more inept with more weapons.
2: Yeah. If, if I'm kipping, dude, I I'm, I'm being extremely blunt with this team. I mean, it's just, Hey, whoever wants to be here. Cool. If you don't go, you know what I'm saying? I, I would be at that point just, and because. that
1: includes him, man.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm sick of all the, you know, got a baby. So-and-so trying to keep so-and-so No, nah, that we got to win ballgames. These, this may not be the group that, that can win the West and who cares? Who wants to leave out this group? You know what I'm saying? What we, we 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 are paying. We are investing to win the SEC. Is what we're doing. The, the amount of money dollars. we the amount yeah. of money we are spending on NIL and the coach. We are no longer okay with eight and four. No longer okay with nine and three. We are here to win the West, and we have the talent to do it. Especially if you tell
1: it. Ole Miss and its fans that that's what you expect to do as well. Then that then is what you will be judged against. Right. The resume is lacking. I'm looking for the $9 million win. I'm looking for the huge NIL investment paying off with whoever is the superstar. Keon Coleman is at Florida state catching passes for Florida state for a four, zero undefeated Florida state team that came back against Clemson today. He's the superstar of their offense with a quarterback. That's going to be in the NFL and is in the Heisman discussion. He is the superstar and you could have had him. The dollars aren't being allocated properly. If this were a corporate structure, the numbers aren't making sense. So if the numbers aren't making sense, call it what it is. It's not personal. It's just business.
2: That was not that. first half was like, I was like, man, this is a shit Alabama team at home. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, and, and it's, I mean, dude, they had tons of negative plays. I mean, 10 negative plays, I think they had in the first <laughs> half or more. That That's hard to do over two or three games much less one half mm. um yeah, and, and I know it's crazy to say, but like we just we just lost to a team that we that we were my mind better than i'm just ready I'm just ready to see some results, you know, I think that's the um that's the biggest thing, and I, I think that that it's okay it, I think it's okay to 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 say that and hold them accountable um but I mean, we're just ready to see some results like like, well, like just even win if you a don't game, think it's win, okay. win, win, yeah. win a game that matters, and I know there's many people people are gonna get so mad at us for 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 questioning. Lane, we we're, no matter even when Lane leaves, you know Lane goes seven and five, eight and four, and there's still people out there that are can do no wrong, right? Greatest coach ever in almost history would kill it. Ole Miss, if Lane Kiffin left tomorrow, Ole Miss would w- would just falter and die. Some <laughs> people's eyes, it would it would never live on, right? I mean, it's just this Lane Kiffin built Ole Miss. So here's the I thing: like,
1: after today. I, I used to roll my eyes and people go, oh, man, Pete Golding's the coach. And what, I'm like, oh, God, y'all are doing it again with, like you did with Jeff Levy, with Matt Luke. We Ole Miss fans always, Gunnar Brewer My oh, God, that's the reason why when Hunter, Houston Nutt was fired, they let him continue to coach because, like, Gunnar Brewer was the only obvious candidate to be interim. And God knows Gunner would have gone in there, won two games, and the dog and everybody here in Oxford around the beacon would have gotten Gunner as the next head coach at Ole Miss. And that's to not, not Gunner. He's a great wide receivers coach but he's not the next head coach at Ole Miss, you know? So they're, they're, I was rolling my eyes. Oh, they're doing it again with Pete Golding. But I'm more confident. I'm like, oh, I can kind of see it now after today. He is good at his job. It wasn't just having Alabama talent or disappointing with Alabama talent, not the same kind of Alabama defense because he's not the same kind of caliber of coordinator as Kirby Smart or Nick Saban. They looked good today. Now, did they look great? No. That second level is still a problem unless Sonny P is playing at the second level. Then the... Need- they look like a team that has some dudes. I'll tell you, I would tell you I feel, I I feel you this, better about I, like Pete Golding is the coach in waiting today than I do is like, oh, Miss is going to get over the hump finally with Lane Giffen.
2: Alabama, Alabama did, they completed some crazy long balls that were, that the dude was hitting them. I get it. Those, those plays are, it's tough, typical. You know, uh, those are just, there's great completions. Um, you would like to have those back, you know, but, but overall, um, Pete Golding, is has is has really done a solid job today yeah. with with what he has, and, and I, I think I think I think that's going to get better, you know, over, over time. I'm just my question is like, when has Ole Miss offense versus a quality co- opponent showed up? My buddy from Chicago texted me and said, "Hey man, you always make fun of Iowa's offense. Y'all kind of looked like I would've been. <laughs> And I did. I just had to take it on the chin. I'm like, "Oh man, yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah." I mean, we scored ten points, dude, versus the team that I, I mean. What Texas went in there scored thirty four at their home.
1: Oh my god!
2: In, yep. in, in Alabama, Texas scored thirty four. So the tricky part for Ole Miss this year is you got Georgia waiting down in Athens. So no matter you can win them all until that one, and you are still going to lose two and not make it to the SEC championship again in, in, in a year where where you have all the talent in the world and could play if you play your best ball, you beat every team except Georgia in the SEC this year. And we just and we just didn't. We just, we just haven't and didn't that
1: looked like a poorly prepared offense. They are not executing. They are performing poorly. So in their performance review, which is what this is, they get four marks. The shift leader of that group is Lane Kiffin. So the shift leader, hey, that was bad. Your performance was uh, poor.
2: I, I, I think I just think the biggest issue, and, I, and we said it earlier, is just the run game, not being able to establish a run game. Having zero run games, the first time we've had a, had a run game, that, that's, that's, that is this bad with Lane Kiffin. As a coach, and I think it's—I think it's making us, you know, I think it's exposing us even worse offensively. We make look run the ball painful, and I'm saying it again. We got—I think we need to get Bentley more involved, dude. He had one carry today, one carry. Three that And
1: that usage is not just on Charlie Weiss. He doesn't get to deflect blame when he has fashioned his reputation as the offensive guru. He doesn't then get to say, well, Charlie's got to come up with a better plan. Everyone and their mother knows that you have trump card and, and final say over the play that gets out there on the field, if you want it. Everybody knows it. We're not dumb. You know, it's like the same thing when he, when he was asked about the Kevin Steele nonsense. And he said, well, I was just asked a question. Yeah, I asked the question because – your SID texted me and said, hey, make sure to ask about Kevin Steele. I had no idea why. I was like, uh, okay. I, got, I was assuming it's because of y'all's past relationship. You wanted to use that as a way to create a story that would mess with Nick Saban in Alabama and generate headlines all week. And that is awesome from a marketing perspective. This week was fun to follow. It was like watching uh, an old Miss soap opera, a college football soap opera. It was really fun. And then the game
2: came. But at at what point do Ole Miss fans get sick of it? Because I've been sick of it for a couple years, and people think that I just hate Lane. I don't hate Lane at all. I don't either. I I just want to win ballgames. It's kind of like, Dan, you you can insert Dan Lanning's speech. I don't know if you saw what he said versus Colorado. You can insert that same shit for us.
1: Rooted in substance.
3: Not flash. Rooted in substance. Today, we talk with our pads. You talk with your helmet, right? Every moment. The Cinderella story is over,
2: man right they're fighting for clicks we're fighting for wins
3: there's a
1: difference right there's a difference
2: right this game ain't gonna be played in hollywood it's gonna be played on the grass right it's gonna be played on the grass let's go hey dude you're out there for clicks we're out there to win ball games we're gonna let our hats do the talking on the grass today and that's just what it is right like like we we do great at getting clicks, but let's win a damn game. And if anybody, if any Ole Miss fans get mad at me for saying that, like you're in it for the wrong reason, brother. It's time to win ball games. I I don't care. I don't care nothing about how we're perceived nationally. I don't care care nothing about how, you know, how the growth on social media. Like, dude, I don't care nothing about that. Dude, win a win a ball game. We're a football team. We're in a social media platform. Our social media, you know, team. I want to win a football game. I want to win an SEC championship.
1: Now go beat LSU and get it back on track. That's what you do. I care more about Ole Miss than Lane Kiffin. This is not the university of Lane Kiffin.
2: After everything that happened last year, it kind of soured a little bit there at the end, and then you got already this year. I mean, let's face it, we didn't beat anybody the first three weeks. Um, you know, and that's just a fact, just more of the same. It looked similar to SEC play last year. To yeah. me, I'm just I just wanna see results and you know, we mess around, lose this week and I mean, I I pray it don't get ugly from there. I mean, when you're out of the West like that when you got seven ball games left, I mean he's gonna be fighting to keep his guys engaged and I don't know that he has the he has the the, the fire and the and the ability to keep it keep a team engaged like that. he's so nonchalant and just whatever, like this shit can get ugly for him fast. It really can and, and I'm hoping that's not the case, but man, in my mind he's in a must win this week. Sobering feeling today, tell you that right now. That was, um, no, oh man. I, 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 why did I do it? To, I did it to myself. You know, I tried my best not to, but you know, we look great versus Mercer. And for whatever Here's reason,
1: like they didn't look good against Tulane, and Tulane had a backup quarterback. That would be arguably one of his best wins over a fellow top 25 team in Tulane. They didn't have their, their quarterback. Hey, when you beat number 11 Indiana in the outback ball, they, they didn't have their starting quarterback either. I love the shit talking. I love it. Get old miss in every national conversation. Donald Trump, whether you like him or not, one thing he got right no press is bad press, especially when it's something as, absur- as absurd as politics or in this case, sports. And Lane has got that down to a science, an exact science. It's a friggin' art form for him.
2: Over, over, or under, let's call it Wednesday that our, Lane posts the Brian Kelly dancing video and says this is weird or something. I'll, I'll call it Wednesday
1: probably that no if he if he gets to wednesday he'll be kind of trying to show m- maturity because like if he had won today it would be out tomorrow
2: afternoon On Sunday yeah. this here come comes out. here comes the brian kelly dancing with a recruit video yeah. and then arkansas just... is
1: coming uh you remember when like all the viral he's a very online person he's the most online head coach in college football maybe in all of sports and uh there was like that re- the tiktok stuff where sam the head coach at uh, Arkansas, he's sitting there like waving the flags going, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Beat LSU. That would come next.
2: Oh, we'll see, man. I'm <laughs> going to be right there watching again. And I, I so my ex- expectations are so low going on the next week that yeah. I feel like I could, I feel like I could be shocked. You know, <laughs> maybe we go, maybe we win. I'm then I get kind of back on board and then I don't know, man, this is, uh, this is a sobering feeling, whatever. De- well, Hey, you know what? Just, just another year of being an Ole Miss fan. You know it's. We did it uh, again. I,
1: we did it again, though, man. We did the thing. We did the thing. We said we weren't going to do.
2: Hey, at least we were three and zero, right? I mean, we beat Mercer, Georgia Tech, and Tulane, and man, I was just so hyped. Right? We were going to beat Alabama by two scores. I think I have a text message in my phone, to a individual that said, "We're about to beat them by two touchdowns. Watch what I tell you."
1: I've been telling what all, in the I've,
2: flying hell is wrong with me.
1: I've been. I was still been telling my friends. For weeks, I looked at uh, a couple of fellow fathers and happily married husbands at the soccer field as our girls were playing. They're big Ole Miss fans. And like Ben, really, what do you think of this team? Ole Miss is just beating Georgia Tech. And I said, y'all need to stop being wimps. I didn't say wimps. You probably can figure out what I said. I said, y'all need to stop being typical old Ole Miss fan wimps. If Jackson Dart had a number on his head that was crimson and white, you would say Ole Miss is going to win the West. This Ole Miss team should win the West. I wouldn't say oh. it publicly because I'm a coward. Losing to a shitty Alabama team when you should have been not only favored but better and won pretty comfortably, and the only reason why you didn't is because of the thing that you're supposed to be known for, offense. I blame that person. who is was Lane Kiffin. So maybe next week. Thank you, buddy.
2: See you, Ben. Howdy, toddy. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.